Mega Dad's Checkpoint is a mature-rated podcast for mega grown-ups only. All kids, please report to the fun pit for processing. I mean, delicious candy. This episode of Megadeth's Checkpoint is brought to you by The Router Haven, your source for the latest in Power Tool news. Look, they're not all winners, people. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Megadad's Checkpoint. It's that time of month once again. I'm never going to use that phrase ever again at the opening of this show. That was terrible. We're, let's just move on. It's Birdo. He's joining us once again, of course. How's it going? I think, I well, we, we can't, we're not going to move past that. Is that time of month, uh, uh, Evan? I'm blaming the cold meds on this one. That blaming one, that the one. cold meds. Yep, it, is, yep. it is that time of month. It's that time of year. It the, is that time uh, of year. The weather is starting to get... I, now, I live in, in sunny uh, Florida, right? But I'm in northern Florida, close to close to Georgia. And I I know people who live in, like, actual cold states where they get, like, snow and blizzards Yo. and, yeah, all that kind of stuff are going to hate me. But, like, it's been chilly lately. I had to put on pants and, like, a light jacket the other day. It's starting to feel a little bit like winter. <laughs> here in here in Minnesota, where where we still you know you know where Megadeth's towers at yeah where Megadeth's towers is and we understand to stay away from the hurricanes you know it's hurricanes uh, listen a hurricane never hurt anybody leave it alone it was it, it was actually like in almost eighty today so like apparently we've swapped weathers it's warmer <laughs> it's yeah. warmer there yeah. than it is here. Uh, the last the last three days have been like the sixties in the in oh, the yeah. in the day waking up to like. I woke up to go to work the other day and it was like 41 degrees, which again, for Florida, is that cold like realistically like to the rest of the world? No, but for Floridian, yeah, 42 sucked. I was mad. Like I I was really upset. I I still remember my honeymoon was in New Orleans and uh, it was around this time of year. So, you know, late October. And uh, I was down there uh, with my my wife and uh, walking around like t-shirt and and shorts. And everyone in New Orleans looked at me like I had three heads because it was like it was like 60 degrees. I'm like, this is gorgeous. I don't know what you people are talking about. Everyone's like in coats and stuff. It's like no, no. Put it, a, put put a minus in front of that. Then we'll then we'll worry about it. But you know, people it's, from it's, up up north, right? Uh, you know, Canada Junior. Uh, you guys know what cold is, and anything in the positive degrees is uh, is as I've learned shorts weather. So yes, it can it very well can be. I I didn't even really mention we said that it's Megadeth checkpoint, uh, but this is obviously where we check in on the world of video games, and uh, but and you can tell that we're a Megadeth joint because there's nothing more dadly than just talking about the weather for five minutes. <laughs> but we've, we've, we've got a guest on, uh, a, re- a returning guest. We had to have him back on. You know, last week uh, we had a great guest on that was way cooler than us. And and I think Birdo and I got nervous and, and, and kind of, you know... Yeah, we, we it was very awkward. Uh, so like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go back to someone that we know is still very cool, but we're a little more comfortable with. Uh, Keith from the Outer Haven, how's it going, sir? I don't know how to respond to that. You said I'm not cool, or no, no, what you're is you're very cool, no. but you're, but you're but you're known cool. How okay. do we say this without sounding offensive? She, um, our last uh, our last guest was a, an absolute consummate professional, right? Someone that I hold in great high esteem, and that's not to say that we don't think that about you. Yeah, but Berto, you're, like you're not that helping. Really cool. No, no, wait, you're that cool professional that's in the same building as us. We occupy the same. We see each other all the time. We know. Hey, what's up, Bob? And we high five. And then you know, on that, I'm making things worse. <laughs> yeah, you are. You yeah, are. I was but, gonna say stop with your hip, but it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. What's up, everybody? Thanks. As I like to say to people who come by, and go, hey, I remember you. Thanks for thinking of me. If those who watched, uh, well, which one was it? Captain America: Civil War. I think that was Civil War. Yeah. 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 But, uh, Scott Lang was like talking Captain America and filling up his packs. I'm going to do that. That's a little bit too yep. far. Yep. You know. Well, you know, I when when I think of and what I like about that is when we invited you on the show, you you sent that the gif of that scene in Civil War, which makes me Captain America, which I'm always going to be. Uh, I'm never going to be offended by that. So, so we got lots to hey, talk to me. We got lots to talk about this month. It's very exciting. I'm glad to have Keith back. Uh, I was once again 
uh, you know, in, in preparing for the show, I was, I was checking out the Outer Haven again, and I really dig that site. I, I always forget because I'm so rarely I've tuned out to so much video game news as I've gotten older that I don't I don't check the sites very much anymore. But this it's such a cool site. So definitely check them out. It's the Outer Haven dot net. Uh, and they got they got a lot of cool they got a lot of cool content and it's at a pace that doesn't make you feel like you're constantly missing out and that's what I like. Hey, we appreciate that. You know, the biggest thing about that again is that it's all people who love the gaming side of things and the geek culture geek culture side of things. So we're not throwing like you said a hundred million things at you at once. We go at our own pace and we talk about things that we want to talk about and we talk about things in a language that you can understand. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. So we're going to start right off with a big question. Now, if people have been following video game news over the last month, uh, there, was, there was kind of a minor story, I would say, having to do with certain characters getting a movie and, and certain other people doing the voices of said characters and, and other people on the Internet not liking oh those voices. You know, we won't go into details, uh, mostly because this is only an hour show. Uh, but, uh, uh, for the big question, uh, to our assembled panel here, I want to know what, what is your favorite character in video games and what celebrity should be voiced? Should they be voiced by part of me wanted to say, okay, it has to be a character that doesn't have an established voice, but there's so few of those characters left <laughs> at this point. I mean, between the animated shows and all of that, like there's so few characters that have just never been voiced. Um, so it'd be, it'd be a little tricky. Um, so I, I just opened it up even so so favorite character and what celebrity they should be voiced. And, and you know what? We're going to start with Birdo. So immediately upon hearing the question, I thought of a, of a comical answer. And that is, and he's far from my favorite character. But I think Link uh, should be voiced by uh, Silent Bob. Um, because that, that works for me. So b- by Silent Bob. Sp- by Silent Bob, because he also not Kevin speak. Smith, not Kevin Smith, but not Silent Kevin Bob. Smith, Silent no. Bob. <laughs> okay, I uh, know. So favorite character, uh, I don't. My favorite character is probably Geralt from The Witcher, and he already has, like, I mean, Henry Cavill. I guess could like voice him. I mean, there's mods in Witcher Three where you can uh, you can reskin uh the in the in game Geralt to look like Henry Cavill, which is super awesome, and I won't. Uh, say that I have or haven't done it, but just don't check my my mods list. Um, I don't know. Like I could like you mentioned that there are not a lot of characters that I would call my favorite character that isn't already voiced by somebody, and the person who does the voice is like okay, we're talking about Chris Pratt and Mario, and you know there's there's several games that are, are several game medias that are being adapted into various things uh animated shows live action shows um like you know the last of us you know being one of them uh if the last of us would have been turned into like a like an anime thing right if they had gone like the route of castlevania and they made it maybe not anime but just a a a non-live action i would have wanted the cast of the game to voice those characters right because you see the character at least in my opinion at least for me when I see those characters, I hear those characters, right? That's like seeing the Joker and not hearing Mark Hamill. I see the Joker. doesn't matter who's playing him. doesn't matter what medium he's in. If I'm reading a comic, if I'm watching you know, any uh, animated movie, forget who it is voiced by. I hear like Mark Hamill, right? So there's certain characters where the voice that you associate is the voice of that character. So I don't know if there's any characters I can think of that aren't already voiced that's i don't know i'm not i'm not really i don't know a lot of silent protagonists like give me a good silent protagonist and i'll see if i can find a voice but i don't have it off the top of my head i'm gonna defer to keith on this one oh boy well this is gonna seem very unorthodox but uh and it's also not gonna work anymore because they did give him a voice in the second part of game this space but I would say Isaac Clark. I always imagine him in the first one as being Samuel Jackson. Same, really, Samuel Jackson. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now it's been a long time since I played Dead Space. Um, and I enjoyed it, and I, I finished it, and all that. I don't know why. I always i i i think of more like a little more grizzled than Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson is too smooth. I, I think of like. Well, that's what I want. I want a, I want a smooth voice with a lot of a uh, comedic comical 
uh, inner tones in it. For dead, for dead space. There. Yeah, yeah. Because Samuel Jackson is just hilarious. Oh, no, I'm, sometimes you just gotta take the seriousness and just throw it away. No disrespect. Especially if you played the game as, as I have. Yeah. Go no, ahead. no disrespect to to. I I was thinking of it more like uh, I mean I can't remember the actor's name, but he was the the bad guy in the first Avatar movie. Like the the general character. I cannot remember the actor's name. He was also the the blind guy in that one horror movie. People who know who I'm talking about uh, get what I'm saying. A lot here. of a lot of generalities being thrown out. I'd like to change uh, my answer. Can I recast Commander Shepard as Morgan Freeman? Oh, that'd be interesting. But Femshep, it's right? got to be Femshep. Yeah, but see, yeah, see. Whoa, whoa, no, no. Wait, no. isn't Femshep the, <laughs> the, the, the the original one though? No, Commander Shepard was originally voiced by I can't remember his name. Femshep was that... introduced until the second game, I thought. No, 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 you know, you're on drugs. No, am I? Was, am yes. I wrong? Yeah. Am I you are way wrong. off? Yeah. yeah, I was. I, yeah. I've only ever played that series. I've played wait, through I'm that series. Hold on, wait. I'm on drugs. I've pl- I've played through that series at least three times all the way through, and I've only only ever been Femshep for every game. So, I mean, yes. the last two times I've played was Femshep. I could have. Sw- I would have. I would have bet money and lost that Femshep was introduced into the second game. No, no. I thought you were making a joke. Well, then Femship can be no, no. I was dead serious. Yeah, no, because just, they they I'm just an idiot. about this a while ago. They were like original Femship was going to be the only one. Yeah, but then yep. they gave you the ability to have you know guy ship. So oh well, okay. Well, then I am an idiot. And well, for and for, and for and for why and for and for why? Because I mean, <laughs> the only reason why you'd everyone might be male Shep is so that you could you could romance Tali, and you can't even do that till the third game. So it's like, why even bother? That's just me. But I'm just fair, talking. Fair point. So, so so I was gonna say, and, and part and it sort of actually goes back to this the the Super Mario stuff because because one of these guys is is in this Super Mario and I, and I look forward to his voice work in it. But I want to I want to do the Battle Toads. Use using the cast of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Huh. I think that would work. Uh, I mean, Charlie yep. Day is going to be amazing uh, in in Super Mario, and uh, and that's uh, and, and that's just you know, I, and I think he, but and and I think um, uh, uh, Rob McElhenney, I think I think he could do that almost surfer voice kind of thing that that Battletoads sort of have. It's they're they're kind of in a weird place. Um, and just to hear um, the third guy whose name escapes me right now, I know it's Dennis, but I can't, that's a character name, but I can't think of the actor's name. Um, him trying to do that voice, I think, would just be hilarious to listen to. So that's that, that's that's um, my choice. I'm upset because I can close my eyes and I can see the scene. Like I can see, yeah, I can see, I can see the characters on screen, and you know how like uh, beat 'em ups they'll have like that kind of banter just in be- mm-hmm. you know, as as the fun. And I can just hear Charlie Day like saying something stupid as he's uh, yeah punching punching an enemy off screen with a giant fucking toad fist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hate that. I love that answer. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> I welcome. Love that answer. You're, yeah, you're welcome, you. everyone. Oh my goodness! All right, well, that happened. <laughs> yep that that definitely did, that definitely happened. So let's talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, this month, I know that uh, as always, Keith comes in with a list of games that I'm very curious about. Okay, um, you know, I, if I remember right, last time because you're the big Elden Ring guy, I am very much so. Yes, and now you're playing Marvel Snap. Oh snap! Which, I cannot which, stop playing. Which that game. which is as far from Elden Ring as you can possibly get. But, um. I played like a half hour of this on on my phone. It's a it's a mobile game, Marvel collector card thing. You also can play it on your PC. Are you okay? Fair enough. But I feel like I'm going to ask the same question that I asked you about Rim, uh, not RimWorld, uh, Elden Ring, and that when does it get good? Like like I, I I'm what? I'm I struggle to find the appeal of this game. When you say good, what do you define as good? Like interesting or engaging in any way. Okay, so the game definitely gets more engaging when you get out of the first pool. People play different cards, cards that you don't have access to in the beginning because the game doesn't really tell you about this. You have to start raising your collection value to get out of the first pool, basically the kitty pool, and you get into two other pools, which are a lot harder. Cards do different things. Like I ran into one card today that literally I had a perfect uh, field. I think it was like 20-something points in that field. I was gonna rock this guy, 
and he threw or, or girl and he threw they threw down a card that basically swapped all my cards onto their field. And I was like, wait, what? How is that even remotely fair? So there are cards that do a lot of different things here. Um, the fields are also different. I ran into one field that changed the number of turns from six to seven. Uh, other fields that destroy your cards. So it, it just really depends if you like those kind of games that require a lot of wit. There are a lot of, uh, what's we're looking for? It's a lot of mental warfare. You have to can plan you, what you're going to do accordingly. Sorry, can you give me a 15-second elevator pitch? I've seen this game all over my social media feed, Twitter and the things of that. And I have looked at exactly zero seconds of, of gameplay. I know it's like a, it's a collectible card game, as I understand it, uh, a card battler, um, not too dissimilar from, I would think, games like uh, maybe Magic or something of that nature. But maybe I'm way off base. What? Give me the elevator pitch. What is this game? Why is it special? Or is it just one of those other card games with a Marvel skin on it? So Marvel Snap is a simplified card battler game. They took all the complex mechanics and other card games like Hearthstone and whatnot, made it simpler. You fight over three different fields. The person who has the most power points by the end of the sixth turn wins. They have featured some of your favorite Marvel characters, so villains, bad guys, antiheroes, all that sort of things with some really interesting dynamics as far as the cards go. Each card has a different uh, mechanism or, or feature that can change the game in your favor or do really odd things as well as the fields. That's literally it. You can play this game. You can play an entire round in 40, 40 to 50 seconds. The, the cool wow, aspect of it is, yeah, the cool aspect of it is the rounds go fast. You play rounds simultaneously. So it's not like I go, then you go, then I go. So we're both going at the same time. And it literally tells you, Hey, Keith put down his card. Now wait for the other guy. And then once it's done, turn ends it shows which cards we played we go on from there how how egregious or not would you call them because it's a free-to-play game correct so how yes, it is how, how egregious are the uh microtransactions the, the microtransactions are actually fairly good you can spend money on them if you want i don't recommend spending money on this game just because everything you can get right now is you can get by playing the game there are no cards that you can buy that gives you an advantage or whatever person it's just variants. So basically, within the game, you have your collectible cards. And because it is a card collecting game, you can upgrade your skin. You can upgrade your frame. You can upgrade the rarity of the card. And as you do that, it pushes your collection value up. So say you have a collection value of 20, but say the system the system has a, a battle pass or a season mm -hmm. pass, right? And the next card is collection value 500. So you have to keep playing, keep doing well, upgrading your cards as so it makes your collection value go up. But you can't buy collection value. So it's pointless to p spend money on the game unless gotcha. you just want those different variants for yourself. That's so literally you it. So you haven't run into a situation where someone's got, you know, just this killer, killer deck, you know, pay to win situation. It's just you've been no. playing, you unlock. Uh, exactly. So like as you, as you win, you unlock like card packs and it's like kind of random... Uh, well, no, you don't unlock you don't like card packs, but oh, as okay. you go up, as you go through the season pass, they will give you cards, but you can't see what it is. It just gotcha. says, "Hey, unlock this card." You have no idea. But the really cool thing about this game is, as you're playing, as I mentioned, there are certain fields you play on that will go. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna throw a random card into your deck, and it's a card that you don't have, you've never seen it before, and it's in your deck. And then when your game is over, either win or lose, you go. Oh, that was a cool card. Like, I had one today. I was reading about it yesterday. It's this card that's it's like a dominating card. It just kills everything. And I got it, but I couldn't play it because I didn't pay attention to the um, the feature on it that basically says, if you play a card before this round, you can't play this card. And I was like, God darn it. Why didn't I look at that? The flavor <laughs> text. It. The flavor text. The flavor text. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to read. So I'm going to yeah. go against my better judgment. I have, as you were, as you were talking, I've, I've downloaded it. I'm not going to start it up now because I don't think we need that sound blaring through the, the podcast. But I'm going to give it a go. You have sold it more than, than my social media feed has. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. Can you, um, uh, mobile games are typically random. You can't choose to battle someone, right? It's just you just get no. in the lobby and you just 
find somebody and you just based on rank and all that kind of good jazz, yep. right? You just you just after well beginning of the game it runs you through basically what I call boot camp, gets mm-hmm. you familiar with the game, gets you playing a couple rounds against the AI, then you graduate and go, Okay, now I go play. You hit the play button, you're mashed up with anybody within the gotcha. hundred thousand people in the world, whatever. And it's you're mashed up people from the iOS, uh, Android, and PCs version. I'm gonna give it a try. I will I, I think will. it's a lot of fun. I'm, gonna, I'm not averse to, to mobile games. I have I have some. I've played Gwent on mobile. I have done. I have Magic the Gathering on mobile. Uh, I've played Puzzle Quest. I like to lay in bed and play Sudoku on my phone. So I'm not I'm not averse to, to mobile games. Um, I'm actually in, in the process of trying to figure out which version of a handheld uh, gaming device I want to get. Be it like a Ooh, backbone for. A... The, I don't know if I want to get a backbone. So I have the Switch, right? Uh, and then I want to get a backbone because I want to be playing my PS5 in bed. Right. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. Is that that's is that that's one of your topics, right? Can, can, can we can we wait till we get to that one? Because I well, have a nice conversation for you. It's we can do whatever well, you want, we man. Can, we can touch base. We can go any. Listen, this is not a structured podcast. We can no, go in any God order. No. <laughs> you, yeah, this Mega Dads are not known for structure, uh, chaos, we, we, and we talked about the weather of. for five minutes. I don't think the format <laughs> is really that. <laughs> I was going to tell thing. you both. I was going to tell you both to shut up because I'm in Delaware and my weather sucks. <laughs> you're talking about i'm in florida i got a friend in florida who was like oh god hey keith it was 60 degrees today i was like shut up <laughs> i had to put a coat on shut up i don't care <laughs> so how cold is it in delaware well normally it's like 40 30 30 to 40 degrees but today was really nice it almost got to 70 today i was like wait did you say oh, it almost yeah, got to seven Seven 70. single seven. Oh, I thought you said. 70. I thought you said it almost got to seven. I'm like, I would too, if it almost got to seven. Early. I wouldn't be living here. I wouldn't be living here. Yeah. I'd move. Oh, that that that'll, that'll like, be. I know, that, I know it's the end of October, but it almost got to seven. No, that, that that'll be that'll be December. That'll be December and January here in, in, in oh, yeah. lovely Great White North. My goodness, so. not looking forward to that. No, um, but go ahead, go ahead with the with the handheld. I got I got some things to say to you about that. Go ahead. Well, well, I don't want to. I don't want to derail. Well, too late. We already have. Uh, yeah. Screw it. <laughs> yeah. No. So I've been. I like my my game room is 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 the office. Right? I got my PlayStation, my PC, my Xbox, it's all in here. But sometimes I want to go lay on the couch downstairs. I want to lay in bed, and I have a Switch. But there's nothing that Nintendo makes that I really give a crap about. Like I'm playing right now, which is you know part of what I'm playing is The Witch. I'm replaying The Witcher three. I got the Switch version for my brother who didn't want it anymore. It's got cloud saves. So you can upload to to GOG or Steam. I happen to have the GOG version. And then so when I want to play in in you know high res you know sixty frames whatever I upload my save and I go play in the office and it's beautiful and burns my eyes and then I'm like eh, I want to go lay in bed and play a few side quests and I'll I'll play the Switch, but I have I have pre ordered and and canceled the Steam Deck twice, uh, mostly out of financial obligation, but also I find myself wondering is this the thing that I that I want to to do in you know handheld in bed or whatever. Or do I want to do something like um, The Backbone? I've listened to a few other gaming podcasts, and, and some of the hosts in those shows have talked about The 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 Backbone. I know some friends who have, who have dabbled in it and whatnot. And it's something where I've considered, hey, not for anything like crazy competitive, but I don't play competitive games. I'm not going to play Overwatch or Call of Duty or anything like that on, on The Backbone. But I just got done playing Miles Morales. Could I have done that? possibly casually in in bed like it's not super twitchy and responsive could i have probably so i'm just kind of trying to figure out where i want to go which route i want to go there's a once the, the cheapest option is just keep the switch and just do that and then the backbone's like a 100 bucks so i don't know but you have thoughts so i'm curious what is your what is your thoughts all right so i'm in a very unique situation and my wife hates me but i have access to the switch I have access to a Steam Deck, and I thought about getting a Backbone, but they don't have it yet for uh, Android phones, and I'm not a big supporter of iPhone or Apple products, even though I have a MacBook now. So, yeah, whatever. Hypocrite, yes. Um, I truly think the Steam Deck is the most versatile handheld out there right now. Uh, Forgive me. However, uh, you can stream your PlayStation 4 and 5 to the Steam Deck. There is some work you have to do, but you can do it. You can play Nintendo Switch games on it. Yes, I know. Piracy, et cetera, et cetera. But if I own the game, I really don't care. There is a docking station that you can use for your Steam Deck to actually play uh, your cartridges, your carts for uh, 
was it? Which one was it? 3DS on your Switch, or I'm sorry, on your Steam Deck. Uh, you can stream Xbox games on Wait, your Steam which, Deck. Wait, which? I'm, I'm sorry, deck. I had to. Which dock lets you connect or plug there in? There is a one from a, Analog. There's a, third, there's a third party dock that you can plug in. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's from Analog. Oh, man. Yeah. You may have just made up my mind for me, and I don't know if I hate you or love you for it. <laughs> you know, because, so, you know, because I'll get the middle one. I won't get the 64 gig one. I get the middle one, which is like 500 bucks, which I wouldn't even re- I wouldn't even recommend that. The reason because really? the, 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 the listen, the only main difference between the high level and the lower levels uh, Steam Deck is the internal memory uh, and this, the the uh, words display. That's it. But you can upgrade the display by buying a part, and it doesn't matter because they did tests, and you can have a, a SD micro SD card and put it inside your Steam Deck, and it works just as well as the higher capacity one. Plus, they gipped the the card the uh, my words not working tonight the the SD card reader at 100 uh, megs per second, so it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter which one you get. Oh, God damn it. Oh, my wallet might hate you, but I might want to hug you later. I'm not going to Delaware to do it, so fuck that. But I'll send you like <laughs> a e- I'll send you like an e-card. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, it's I mean, I I'm I'm my friends hate me cuz I I'm, I'm not a big component of the of the Switch and you know, I, I get it. You play you want to play and I I don't crap on the Switch whatsoever. But there's nothing that I really want to play on the Switch. I've owned my Switch since day one. I've played it a handful of times. I have it hooked up, and there are rarely games I play unless it's something I get for review or there's something I really, 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 really want to play. But at the same time, again, I've been able to play my Switch games on my Steam oh. Deck. Oh, man. So, Sorry. Okay. No, I think you. <laughs> I think I, that's that's an extremely compelling case. Because again, the backbone was like a hundred bucks, right? What's what's the low end Steam Deck? It's like two sixty something, two something, two. Uh, it's not much. It's much cheaper. No. It's much cheaper than the mid level. Uh, it's much cheaper than like a you know the full size Steam Deck or the, the mid level Steam Deck. See, here's the thing. It's it's the lower is three ninety nine. Okay. okay. Here's, here's my beef with the backbone. The backbone is only as good as the phone that you're using. That is it. That is it because it's required to use your phone. It True. Is a, it, is, it is a controller. That is it. And people think about this. I'm going to use my backbone. Okay. And how much does your phone cost you on top of your yeah. backbone? Yeah, but I make That's monthly just, payments. I didn't. I didn't spend eleven hundred dollars on my so phone. You're spending I, more. So you're I, spending more. But I already have the phone. I already. Okay. I, oh, I already have the. I already have the process. So I just need a. I just need this. The fancy little clip that lets me hold on to it and and pretend that it's a PS Vita two, uh, and and play my PS five. Oh my god! And, and just, now you're telling me I can play my PS five on the Steam Deck. Which you know you you, you is, can literally Google right now. You can stream your PlayStation Five to your Steam Deck. I have not done it because I don't play games in my my bedroom, and I have a PlayStation Five upstairs in my office. So. Evan, I need you help here, okay? Because I feel like I'm being pushed in a direction that I already want to go, but I need someone to help me walk me off the edge here. And Keith's making a damn compelling case, Evan. I need you. I to have my back. Facts. I only give you facts, man. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, Damn I, you! I got I got nothing. I, I you see the problem is, Berto. I have I have no investment in your well being. You so, just got done saying at the beginning of the show that you care whether or not you get sick and die if how it would affect me. I I didn't say I care. You're if it a affects hypocrite. You. I just said I, I I didn't say I care that it affects you. I just I just think about it. And You're so that I can account. So that I, it's, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm a psychopath. That's different. You're a son of a bitch, is what you well, are, Evan. You're a son of a. You're a son of a fair. bitch. Also fair. All right. And my other suggestion, not suggestion. I'm just gonna say this. If you were on the ledge thinking about picking up the uh, Logitech Cloud G, don't pick that up, please. Don't pick. That up. I've I've only seen one review. I think it was uh, Paris uh, did the review, uh, and that's just a uh, it's. All that does is what it's basically like a it's a X Cloud uh, uh, device. Ba- like right, that what I saw was basically choosing Xbox's Game Pass and X Cloud, and that's all I've seen running on it. And I 
based off what you just said, you could do it with the Steam Deck and then plus everything else that the Steam Deck does. So yeah, I wouldn't even, that wasn't even a consideration of mine. I like Paris. I do think that sometimes he's wrong, but he's, he admits that. Um, I do think a lot of people who got access to the Cloud G or the G Cloud were smitten on the fact that, hey, this could do Xbox. Hey, this can do Google Play. This can do Stadia, Rip Stadia, and it can do this, that, and further. Oh, man. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Great. But my beef with this device is it's overpriced. It's underpowered. If you have no internet access, you can't do a darn thing with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the same reason that Stadia you, died. Yeah, I'm not going to give you $300 for this when I can pay you a couple more bucks and buy a Steam Deck. It's 300 bucks that thing? Yeah. Ooh. Mm, big pass. Actually, no, I'm wrong. No, I'm wrong. Is it cheaper? It should be cheaper based on it's, the fact that you have no, to have an internet connection. No, it's more. It's, it's more. Because <laughs> when it first came out, so they bad. were giving you a discount. It was a discount on the Logitech store. But if you buy it, yeah, it's $350. $249.99. It's 350 Pass. Pass. You can buy a Steam Deck. Pass. I like the way it looks. I like how they're It's a clean looking device. It. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. I like how they're marketing it, but that's it. If you sold this to me at two hundred dollars, I would pick it up. I would pick it up. But it's useless once you leave the house, unless you use your phone mobile data, it's useless. And if you did that, or you should spot. have a backbone. <laughs> there you go. See? Oh, we've gone we've gone full circle. Uh Evan. Listen, yes. we're going to bring this back. I, I hear you dying over there, and I apologize. But we're just going to bring this back. I'm not dying. I want to know what... It, I mean, I can hear I'm, it. I'm, uh, in, I'm Minnesotan. I, we, learn, we learn to die quietly. You know, we don't want to... We don't, we, don't, we don't want to, you know, impose ourselves too much on other people. So, we're yes, we just we just die quietly. It's fine. The cold actually helps I, I, that because we just kind of fade away. <laughs> you just freeze and do, yeah, turn into yeah. a little popsicle. Yeah, you ever see ever uh, see the end end of Shining? It's pretty much like that every year. Just just oh man, yeah, it's no good. Listen, I need you to tell me about what you're playing because I've heard I know the name of the game. I don't know what it is. Yes, I've I've played The Witcher. Keeps playing Marvel Snap. I also am in the middle of and about to finish. By the way, before I get done with what I'm playing, to hey, kind of get back on track. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Let me talk about this for one second before I actually hand it over to you, Evan. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I got my PS5 late, right? People who have listened to the show know that. I got it uh, almost a a year after it came out or like eight months after the system came out. Um, So I'm catching up, right? I'm catching up on all these games that were released. And I know it was a a cross-gen game, but I refused to play any of those cross-gen games that were available on the PS4 because I knew eventually I was going to get a PS5. And so I'm, I'm playing... Miles Morales. It's a little shorter than I expected it to be. That's what she said. Uh, I finished the game. Like, I finished the campaign in, like, five hours, which is... I, I didn't... Re- I knew it was shorter. Like, I knew it wasn't a full 18, 20-hour game. I just didn't know it was a five-hour game. I'm wrapping that up, doing all the side stuff. I've been on this platinum grind recently. The last five games I've played, uh, I have... I forced myself to get the platinum, even when I didn't really want to. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Um, so I'm working towards the platinum on on that. I got to beat it again on New Game Plus, which I hate trophies like that. But thankfully, it is a short game. Uh, apparently, you can beat it in like three hours if you skip all the cutscenes and just mainline the the main story. Uh, and you can play it on super easy mode. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Um, this game though is a ton of fun. If anybody hasn't played it, I don't know if either one of you guys have, have played it. Uh, I was talking to Adam about it and I think, and Adam and I are in agreement, the combat in this game, the first Spider-Man, amazing, no pun intended. Uh, the, the combat for, for Miles is so frenetic and like intense with all of his venom powers or whatever they're called, which I still don't understand why they're called that. Um, this game is awesome. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I waited because it's also just like uh, horizon before it, it is such, such a visual treat on the PS five, on the OLED TV with HD on all the bells and whistles. Uh, I've got it running on performance mode. Cause I always prefer, um, the super smooth fidelity over it look like 4k is fantastic my gaming pc is in a 4k pc like i don't i don't care about 4k necessarily but you can get me buttery smooth frame rates with rtx and it's got the rtx 
uh, the ray tracing options and the game is the game is super amazing. Have either one of you guys played this game? I played it on the PlayStation Five for a little bit, and then I stopped playing it because life took over. Uh, I am looking forward to playing it again or playing it all the way through, but I will be doing it when it hits the PC. Because as oh, that's me, I'm a graphics whore. Yeah, that's coming up soon, isn't that? Uh, is it next yep. month? Yep. Oh yeah, that'll this, be good. Is Miles Morales included in that? The uh, Spider Man already came out. Miles Morales. Oh, it did. Out okay. Yeah, yeah, Spider Man came out. I think two months ago, and the modding scene for for oh, Spider Man oh, has oh, been oh, oh. has been amazing. And again, no puns. Uh, I see. I, I've seen lots of different ones. You could have gone for spectacular. There's so many other. I know. Other ones you could. I know, done. but I'm not. Yeah, but my 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 vocabulary sucks. No. Uh, I couldn't think of what I was looking for. Addiction is what I was looking for. Um, my favorite one that I've seen is either Venom suit Spider Man, but yes, my 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 favorite one was was Stanley. It was a really well done Stanley <laughs> uh, mod, so you can play as Stanley. Uh, so I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, Mods Morales on the PC that'll be that'll be super dope. Uh, I've got a. They also had they actually had a, a spectacular Spider Man one from the cartoon that looked really good as well. Yeah. I'm I'm rocking I'm still rocking the 2080 Ti. That's not not that there's anything. I mean, it's a 2080 Ti. It's, it's great. Dude, um, you're you're fine. You're fine. But, that car yeah, is with, an amazing. But with car. all, I've got the uh, Cyberpunk Special Edition. I I won it from uh, Nvidia however many years ago now, two years ago now. Uh, but man, ray tracing though, like current ray tracing, yeah. ray, ray tracing. It's I hear my car starting to whine. I'm like, oh, but you're a 2080 Ti. You're the best card I've ever had ever. I've never had I've never had the top model card, you know. Uh, and now when I try to play, even if I put on Cyberpunk and it's a super demanding game, um, I put on like uh, balanced mode, right? So it's got some ray tracing features, not all of them. You can hear the card start to whine. I'm like, hmm. I guess I can turn some of the other settings down because I'm still used to playing everything at max settings. I'm like yourself. I am kind of a graphics whore. Just on the console, I'm like, eh, give me frame rates because I'm not going to put all the bells and whistles on anyway. It's a console. So, all right. Sorry, I'm done. Evan, seriously, RimWorld. What the fuck is this? Well, I, well, I was, I was going to say, I, I can't, uh, I, I need to play Miles Morales on my PS5 because, so I, I, just for funsies, I looked up my, my graphics card and let's see, when did it come out? It's got to be at least 10 years old at this point. It's uh yeah, it's a Radeon RX 580. So it was a cheap card I when I hoping, bought it. <laughs> I was hoping you said you had like a Voodoo 3. Uh, no, I'm not, it's like not quite old, that bad. Old school PC oh, gamer. Not, not, if anybody's not, an old school PC gamer, they know exactly I, what that fucking card Voodoo looks I have, like. VFX, yo, yeah. I, I've decided, <laughs> I've decided I'm going to only play Miles Morales in Super VGA so that I can you know, really get, really get all 64,000 colors. So no, Keith, you're, yeah, you're so, a PC guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you oh, yeah. do you miss do you miss the boxes no. that GPUs used to come in? Come on, the box art on a on a GPU. No, some of the some of the oh, cards were, they were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they were amazing. See, now you got me going back and looking at them. Yeah, the Voodoo <laughs> 3DFX box was. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Sapphire has some free. The Voodoo boxes were really cool with the art in front of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, mu- how much of that was just the fact that it was the 90s though? hundred percent of it. And just, just everything. Everything was like, was everything was like that. Yeah. So no, yeah, uh, my, my, my car, my card is five years old. I'm sorry. Not, uh, not, not 10 years old, but yeah, it's, it's no good. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, so RimWorld, RimWorld, I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, if you are familiar with Dwarven for- or Dwarf Fortress or is it Dwarf Fortress or Dwarven Fortress? I don't remember which. Um, uh, dwarf, it's, it, dwarf that's what I thought. Fortress. That's what I thought. Uh, so it's a colony sim. Uh, it, it is set uh, in the year 5000 and something. So it's basically, it's a sci-fi thing. The, the kind of generic scenario is you, you crash land on a, a, what is called a rim world, which is a, a world is not uninhabited, but basically like uncolonized kind of a frontier world. It's, you know, in, in a lot of ways it is, it, it's, it's a mashup of Star Wars, Firefly, and depending on what mods and and DLCs you have, uh, a little bit of uh, David Cronenberg as well. Um, so it, it's very strange. The reason why I brought it up. So I I've, I've been playing this. It's now um, a little over a year since I bought this. And looking at Steam right now, I have three thousand twenty six hours in this game. 
So needless to say, I'm, I'm a fan. And the reason why I pointed out, or the reason why I pointed out that I'm playing, because it's been essentially constant me playing this, um, and a lot of that is to do with the fact that I can run it in the background, and you know, the, my little colony guys, they'll go and do their things, and and they'll let me know when they need my help. But other than that, they'll just do their thing. So, but they they announced a um, since the last show, they announced another DLC, uh, another big uh, DLC pack plus a major patch. Uh, and part of why, and I, it literally came out a day and a half ago as we record this. So I haven't really dug into it too much because not only uh, have I just not had the time, but I've also, um, there's been, there's that catch up period where all the mods need to be updated for the new patch and, and all that. And we're slowly, we're slowly getting up to speed. I'll probably really dig into it tomorrow and, and Monday, but, um, there's, it adds a ton of new stuff. And, and without going into all of the details, um, there is one thing I, I, I find really enjoyable about this, about the game in general, is so last year, RimWorld was pulled off of the Australian sales market. You could not buy it in Australia because it was not a, it, they, they, they refused the rating of the game. And the big reason why they refused the rating is that it is, this game contains, if you want it to, and this is even without modding, so you can't even say like the mods... Uh, mess this up but but if you wanted to it can include cannibalism it can include you know torture i mean there's a lot of bad things i mean there's the running joke on the reddit is that that everyone that visits you is just a future hat because you can you can literally kill someone skin them and turn them into clothing just in the base game so australia you know was like no this ain't cool so so they got rid of it they figured out what you know they figured out what they did is back in the australian store so the new expansion the new DLC is called Biotech, and it adds, among other things, um, something called Blood Drinkers or Blood Harvesters. What? Uh, um, it adds uh, children. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Given, given what you just said before that, adding children seems like a bad idea. Oh yes, and and uh, um. And it's, I mean, it, it, there, I mean, the, the running joke is that it is, the game is a war crime simulator and, and it's, that's not that far off. Uh, if, if you want it to be like, you can play, like I've played one runs where, uh, I've basically just like run a trading post that's like perfectly nice. And just all the different, you know, factions will come in and, and come and buy stuff. Or I've run a spa in one play. Uh, that was fun. But then I've also run like the one I'm, uh, the one I just finished today um, that I had to kill because a mod broke it um, was I was running a uh, so the previous the previous DLC added what they call ideologians so it's a combination of ideology and religions so you can have kind of a, a founding philosophy for your colony and that adds different restrictions and, and abilities things like that and and I was basically a um, I was a Christian pain cultist essentially was was what it was it was basically like we're gonna run a cathedral and we're gonna make it out of people's bones um and and so so there's a wide variety of different ways you can play it as is really what i'm going for but the reason why i brought it up is that the the company that does this ludion studios they did something that i wish more companies would do and that is Add skinnable children. No, I'm kidding. Uh, what they did oh, was say, no, no, no. So whoa, <laughs> you need a new co-host. <laughs> no, no. What? They, what? They, what? No. What they uh, did was you just put this, us on a fucking list. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm already on a list. That's fine. Um, I'll show you where we keep all the the extra paper and, and stop sta- it and, sta- and staples. Um, anyway, but what they did is they announced. A, they announced a major expansion because this, this this biotech expansion is a huge add-on uh, um, for for the game. It adds a ton of new features, a ton of new gameplay. They they announced it, put it in public beta, and released it in three weeks. So well, they just, like they're just so, confident. They know what they're doing. Well, and, but see, the thing is, the thing that I enjoy about that is that, and this is going to be Adam's favorite segment of the show, because this is where I detail how my brain is broken and, and, and how that affects the video game world. Mm-hmm. I absolutely despise this, this marketing culture of, we need to know about a game two years before it comes out, or we need to know about something coming out 
Uh, you know, we need we need to see roadmaps on on game development. We need to see, you know, we need to start talking about this game when it's just in development. Like like you know, the barest of, of work has been done up, but we need to start talking about. It. I absolutely despise that, and a lot and a big reason for that is because I think it feeds into this weird hype culture that can only backfire in 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 the minds of the fans. Because when was the last time there was any game? where we've been hearing about it for years and it lived up to expectations, even great games, even like Spider-Man and what things do you mean? like that. Cyberpunk 2077 was talked about for 10 years and it came out perfectly. Exactly. Oh See, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, but, but here's, I'm but, not coming back on this show again. You see, but, but you see that, that's exactly my point. How many games have released broken? How many games have, have just not released? All like, of like, them. Exactly. And it's like, we don't need to hear about, you know, and, you know, going back to a couple months ago, the whole Grand Theft Auto 6 debacle. It's like, we don't need to know what is going on. And, and, and I've said before, like, you know, when I finally become dictator, the, one of the first rules I'm going to have is no discussion of, of anything until 90 days before it's released. No discussion at all. Here. I wanna, let me jump in real quick. I do think that, okay, so I'm split on this. Hear me out. I do love the fact that developers that feel confident are giving us some transparency in their upcoming game. Great. I love that. I do think the culture has an issue where we need to know everything about a game before it's released because that's just putting uh, a bad sign in front of the game. Now, I have a buddy over the Outer Haven, Josh, who really despises this practice, and he wrote this very lengthy article, which made a lot of sense, where he misses the days of the old Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis and where they had to make sure the game was as good as it could be because there was no, oh, hey, we're just going to download a patch or, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to just give you an upgrade. You know, which when you bought that game, you bought that game and it better been damn well be good. Yeah, because if you bought a broken game, it was broken forever. And that's but that's the difference is we don't live that developers aren't beholden to the it better work exactly. and be perfect when we release it because it doesn't have to be perfect when they release it. They can get it out. They can meet these budgetary timelines, these uh, these uh, financial like deadlines that they have to hit, right? And then, oh, well, we'll fix it on the back end because they can. I don't have and a I, problem with... with the, go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, I don't have a problem with, with patching. Like, like I, I'm cool with that. What I'm, what I'm, what I get more upset about is, okay, if Cyberpunk came out today, exactly as it was as released, okay, original release before they fixed all the problems, but no one knew that Cyberpunk was being released until a month before, like that, like they made the big announcement, hey, in a month, we're going to have the Cyberpunk game, and it was released as buggy as it was, do you think it would it would have been as big a joke as it was when it first released because i think a lot of that was this game is going to be awesome you're going to hear about it for 2 years you're going to be seeing screenshots of it uh, for that entire time so you're going to be able to you know i i'm all for transparency and i think like guys like no clip the guys that do the the the, the real in-depth gaming documentaries mm-hmm. fantastic i love that stuff i love the behind the scenes stuff but do it after the fact do it, you know. I don't. I don't need to follow it in real time, because, and and I'm. I, I like to think I'm a reasonable person, and I don't know enough mm. about the develop. I don't know enough about the development process to really make a judgment about it while it's going on. So all I can the the best I can hope for is a sort of skewed perspective on things. To answer your immediate question, the answer is no. It, it wouldn't have gotten the the fact that it got right. Um, uh, what game did this? Fallout Four did this wonderfully. It was announced at E3 and came out in six months, and it was amazing. Yeah, exactly. Right? It was exactly. Amazing. And 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 yes, there is something to be said about developers working on a game in secret. No one knows about it. They're completely quiet, and then they drop a teaser, and then it's out within the year. Right? They know it's done. They don't have to worry about um delays because it is done they are but they are um, buttoning it up right they are squashing bugs and, and doing this but the game is done and then we all know about it and then we get to wait for a year six months whatever and it comes out but not every game can do that 
Um, and not every company can do that. Not every company has the cachet to be able to do that. Some companies and some developers and some games need that 12-month, 18-month lead-up of, of hype building and trailers and interviews and this and that because, you know, a, a million different reasons. See, um, I, dis- I, I, I disagree on that completely because... I do too. Be, because, I don't I mean, know. Because here's the thing. If a, if, if a company releases a game that's awesome, I mean, how, ma- how, many, how many game companies have released that awesome game and and built that cachet with no I mean look at Witcher. I mean no one knew CD Project before the Witcher games came out. And even the first Witcher game didn't really set the world on fire. It was a fine game, but it it wasn't, you know, it wasn't until 2 and especially 3 that CD Project became this this mega, you know, marketing machine. And you know, so so it's like I think I think it's possible I think it's possible to to release a game. I'm not saying no hype. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying do the Apple thing where it's like, hey, we're announcing this game and by the way, it's out now. You know, like like I don't I don't expect that because I, I understand that there's a, a machine that needs to be fed and 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 Keith is part of that machine and I don't want to get him out of work. So so there's that. Hey man, that's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> I think there can be a balance. Letting people know, okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep using The Witcher and CD Projekt Red as kind of the ongoing example. They just had this massive info dump, right? The next 15 years or, or more probably of, of game announcements, right? Uh, a Witcher, a new Witcher trilogy, some spinoff Witcher games, uh, a DLC, I think, for Cyberpunk and a, new, and a Cyberpunk sequel, right? They told us all this. I have no problem with that. Cool. I know what you guys are working on for the next 10, 15, because you guys really take a long time to make your games, 20 years maybe, right? For the trilogy, the cyberpunk game, and the and the spinoff stuff. Great. Now, don't talk about any of them again until you have something concrete ready to show for the most imminent release. And don't show that thing until you are confident that you are six months to a year out from release. I got no problem with the fact that they dumped all this stuff. Great. Cool. We know. As a fan, I now know I get to expect, and I understand that that uh, excitement of finding out about it and then having it play it in six months is kind of gone, but I now know that there's a new Witcher trilogy coming out, and I am stoked. Stoked. I cannot wait to to see what, they're, what, what, what they entail. But now they need to shut the fuck up. Now they need to go back to the lab, and they just need to work. Keep their heads down, shut the fuck up, and work for however long it takes until they're ready to show something, right? A, a, an announcement trailer, and then give us a release date and then hit it within six to 12 months of you showing us something. Cause you're right, I don't need to see something. I don't need to see a trailer at five E3s. That's too much. I agree with that. I hate I don't that, need to, I agree yeah, 100%. I, we, we do not need to see the same game at E3 or whatever, you know, Microsoft's conference or Sony's conference or whatever, more, th- if I see it more than two years in a row, I don't have faith in your game. Because mm-hmm. something tells me that th- something's gone on now in the development of said game. You Whatever know, a great example is. of that, a great example of that is uh, for recently, there's a game that I've been looking forward to for the last couple of years. And the developer has been slowly giving you information regarding the game and what's going on. Uh, Witchfire from the Astronauts. Mm, yes. We heard about this game, what? Five, six years ago? What is, 20, Game Awards show 2017. 17, yeah. yeah. And they're still working on it. They just came out and said, hey, guys, we're still working on the game. Don't worry about it. We're going. Bye. Great. We know it's still going. We know it's, you guys didn't go bankrupt or anything. It's still going. You haven't released any more information on it. It's still in development. Fantastic. Thank you. I want to see the game when it's done. But there's a lot of stuff in between the conversation that you're forgetting about. Uh other than the hype factor, just also the fact that you've got these morons, and I'll keep calling them morons, that have this leaker mentality that go into these companies, find out bits and pieces about a game, or somebody leaks information to these other people. They go, hey, did you hear? We know have, we knew, have new information about this game, and this is going to happen. And they leak stuff about the game. And then all of a sudden, the brothers go, wait, how did it get out? Now we got to change it. Maybe we won't change it. Maybe we'll scrap this idea completely. And when we finally see the game, we go, hey... This is completely different than what we were told it was going to be. What happened? You know, sometimes leads come out and developers just go, they throw their hands and go, we're done. Screw it. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot in this conversation. It's a wider spectrum of things that go from, hey, we announced this game. 
we're not going to talk about it till it's done from idiots leaking the game, people jumping ship, things change, Halo Infinite. Yeah, <laughs> leak <laughs> culture is one of my uh, most despised aspects of video game culture today. Um, I, I get it. Journalists have a a, a professional uh, responsibility. If they hear something and they know it's going to get out, then you know whoever gets to post the news first, you know, wins or whatever. And I and I, I disagree. I get that I disagree. Really? No. What you just said. What you just said. And that that's not a responsibility. That is. I'm getting clicks first because I know something you don't know. Come to my website, look at my video. But that information that is, is all that is. I get that, but that information is going to get out, right? One person has it, somebody else is going to have it. And if you're in that, exactly. And again, I'm speaking from the outside, right? I'm not in. I'm not in that world, and I don't pretend to be. My my outside view, right? Looking in at the at, at the uh, uh, um, gaming kind of news outlets is. Somebody had this information. They're not the only ones that had this information, right? So when someone speaks, they don't speak to necessarily one person. They speak to more and more and more people, so on and so forth. And so the, the IGNs, the the GameSpots, the Game Informers, yada yada. Somebody posts something quick, get an article up, so we can get the clicks first. Yeah. What I would have preferred to have happened is nobody got that information. I hate leaks. I yes. hate them. I despise them. They take the fun out of. Game, I'm not a game developer, but I can't imagine what it must be like to build the thing and it's it's been kept a secret for however long it's been kept a secret for and to have this big planned blowout of information and then mm -hmm. somebody posts a blog post on it and all your hard work isn't gone off the window, but it's like the wind is taken out of your sails. You don't get to have this celebratory moment. Yeah, leaks fucking suck. I, I hate that. I, I hate really, I, I hate that. And people go, are you just mad because you didn't get the click? No, I just don't like this. If we never had uh, another leak again, I would be happy because, again, it does. It does take the wind out of the sails of developers or publishers and say, hey, we got this big megaton spread for you to for you to see. We can't wait to talk about it. And then a week before that happens, oh, hey, this, 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 this. Like Street Fighter Six, I was so waiting for Street Fighter Six. You know, was happy to finally play the beta. But, you know, when I went into the beta, it was like, I know a lot about this stuff. Because people talked about it before Capcom even said anything. Can you the just roster, shut up? The roster reveal was yeah. such a travesty. Oh my god! But I but I love the fact that everybody was completely wrong about Ken. I love Ken. <laughs> Ken has been my main character since Street Fighter Two, and this whole thing about he's getting divorced, his kid died, and they finally came out like, no, he's on a run. I'm like, oh, this is great. Thank you, Capcom. <laughs> you guys who leaked this stuff, you were completely wrong. Shut oh up. my goodness! There, there's one other aspect that I want to bring up before we we wrap up here. I think the the Street Fighter Six example is great for this, and it goes into the leaker culture and all of this. I think if there was, and I understand from a fan point of view, and, and I realize that I'm I'm not an ideal fan because I don't like anything, um, and and you know that's fine, uh, but. You know, I, I understand the, okay, you know, this is coming out in a year or two years or 15 years or whatever it is, and then never hearing about it again. I, I sort of get that, but I, I, I don't necessarily agree with it. My thing is, is, okay, so let's, let's say, let's, okay, let, let's say Grand Theft Auto 6. Let's, let's use that for an example. That's, let's say it's coming out in two years. Every story about that game before that that 90 day window or whatever we want to say before the real effective window where stuff's pretty much wrapped up and you know there's not gonna be any real fundamental changes in the game and the graphics are pretty set and all of this and and, and all that every story before that 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 ends up meaning nothing and and I would I would say ninety nine percent of the stories about it will will be that level. It's like they don't it doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't matter. Is another moment where a game that is coming out soon isn't covered. Think of all of the games out there. I mean, you know, there's something like you know thousands of games are released every month. And 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 mainstream coverage covers maybe a few dozen of those games, and 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 I'm not going to say that all those games deserve coverage, but I think if, if 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 the news, if the video game news media was was more interested in talking about the industry as a whole and less about 
some major game that's going to be coming out in two years and, 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 and very well could look very different than it does now. I, I feel like we're missing out on stuff and, and, you know, everyone's got those games that they didn't know about um, because of, you know, be, because of whatever, because it wasn't a major game release and, and they discover it later. Like RimWorld was that for me, like I, you know, it was never covered uh, on, on anything, mostly because it was a, as a PC only game. And I get that. Um, but it was, it was, it was something I discovered fairly late in its development. Uh, it had already been out for a few years by the time I got it. And, and yet, you know, it, it you know, this stuff could have been covered a while ago. And, and it's, I, and I realize this is, I mean, it's kind of a stupid argument to make, but it's just like, it feel like there's so much stuff that doesn't matter in the long run with, with, with video game media. And I realize that it might be the most self-evident sentence I've ever said, but there's so much stuff that doesn't matter that it, it feels like we're wasting our time. And, and that, and that's what I hate. That that's really what it is. is I, I hate, I hate being made to feel things that don't matter. I love that you said that. And I'm every time I have a conversation with someone like that, I always like to point out, especially for you, because it feels like you're, I don't want to say you're you're frustrated, but you you feel like you're missing out on something because all we ever hear about is the triple A games anymore, and, and or double A games. That the indie scene has always been a great dominator. Mm-hmm. Saying, hey, you don't know about this game, but you you see this game, you play it, and go, oh my god, how come I never knew about this game? You know, there's always indies. Indies always have that knack for not having a major budget, but always showing us that hey, there's still a great side to gaming and that. There are great games we found. We just have to look out for them. And unfortunately, the the, the journalist scene does not really look at indies like that. They just don't. We just don't for a number of reasons. Uh, one, we don't know about it, and it's hard for the developer to go, hey, I'm working on this indie game. Check it out. Because a lot of them don't know how to do it, or they go to the big people, and the big people go, we don't got time for this. What is this mm-hmm. joke? What is this game? And that's sad. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, I just think that everyone should run things by me first, and I will tell you if it is worthy of publication or not. That's all I ask. I just complete and total control. I don't think you're going to get much buy-in from that. I mean, this I'm I'm all for your confidence. I'm just I think you Oh, I never said I was confident. I never said I was confident. I never said I was confident. Don't 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 assume that. Don't please, please God, don't assume that. So anyway, going oh, back to goodness. Rimworld, yes, I will have stories about about um, vampire babies and uh, and they added furries as well, officially. So so that's good for people. Um, so I'll have more information about that as things uh, settle down on the on the mod scene. So I wait with bated breath. You should. You should. Everyone should wait with bated Can breath we... for my my pronouncements from on high. Let's go home. Let's go home. We're already home. <laughs> We're already home, right? Let's go. Let's let's everyone go to the other person's house. So so, Birdo, you had no. I'm going to Evan's had... house. No, I'm not going to Delaware. Fuck that. You're not, <laughs> not going to Delaware. Minnesota's not Minnesota's not much better. Don't don't. Uh, at, at least Delaware's got the ocean. Right? It does. Yeah, right? I don't know. I've never been to Delaware. Minnesota's got no. Minnesota's got um uh cold. I don't know. We don't, we don't even have Prince anymore. <laughs> oh, that was like sorry. the one thing we had for a long time, and and then he went and cacked himself. That's no good. Anyway, on that cheery note, Keith, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Check out the website theouterhaven.net. Yes, please do. <laughs> Um, do you have anything got, else you want to? Do you have anything that you're working on that you can that you can talk about? Anything uh, exciting or anything that we should look forward to or? What, no, we did not get God of the War Ragnarok. We did not get that. Sorry, we can't. We will be working on some uh, holiday shopping guides soon. Okay. We love doing those because those are fun. Uh, we will be doing a bunch of lists of games that we're looking to play this year, games we missed this year that we should have played, games we're looking forward to this next year. I, I can tell you right now, games I'm looking forward to playing the rest of this year, the Calypso Protocol, uh, the Calypso Protocol, Evil West, uh, the Calypso Protocol. Uh, I I think you said the 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 Calyp- is the protocol game. I think that's what you're looking forward to. Calypso Protocol. I was gonna say, mm. you know, you know what? 
you guys can't give you know well keith i mean birdo can do whatever he wants but but keith can't give me any crap for talking about you know feeding babies to 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 buffalo um in a game when he's waiting for the callisto protocol i'm just saying I no mean, children are harmed in the Callisto protocol that I can tell from yeah. the previews. So you don't shut know your that. damn mouth. And you don't know that. I don't, don't know, know that. that. I don't know that definitively, but I'd be willing to to bet money on it. Probably, maybe. What do you think the Callisto protocol is? Huh? It's feeding not ba- that. It's feeding not babies that. to things. It is. It was one hundred percent. It's a baby pipeline. That's how the spaceships are powered. They just throw them in the furnace. Demon uh, babies, though. You, if it is, they're you, demon babies. That doesn't count. You can have... <laughs> Jesus that, that is, you can have that is racist, this. sir. Can, that is racist. <laughs> you can have more of this at megadads.org. So please go there uh, where we have banned Evan from posting anything or making any written articles. So thank you for that. But uh, you posted on everything past him. What? How does that work? Yeah, we we listen. He thinks we have a meeting with him, and he thinks that it's like a real thing. And we just do what we do, anyways. He has his own private like site when he goes to it, and it's like a redirect. And so it's like all it's like you know got stickers and you know cotton candy, and it's you know it's his special place. Uh, but Megadads.org for for this and more. I'd fight you. Uh, I'd fight you on that, but I'm literally eating jelly beans right now, so I can't really. <laughs> I can't really. I can't. I, I can't uh, argue this. Uh, if you want to hear anything come out of my face, uh, well, you won't hear, but you can read it. You can follow me, Bertle at Bertle Streams. Uh, I may actually go back and do that again. I've been talking to Adam. Uh, I might need to make it through the end of the year, holiday season, and all that kind of good jazz. Um, more to follow on that. Nothing definitive yet, but I am in talks to fire up the old webcam again and maybe get my face back on camera and entertain. I will not be doing it for Halloween. I will not be doing another scarathon. Uh, oh, I miss sh- Halloween and scary games. So I, I, I don't know if you were watching or, 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 or part of the Megadeth family last year, but la- so I've done for the last two years. Uh, scarathons uh, all month long through the month of October. Last year, I do not like horror games. I, I don't I don't play them. I don't enjoy them in any capacity. Last year, it got to the point. I think I was playing. It was the Blair Slender Witch Man. Project and Slenderman, and the guys would text me as I was playing, and I was visibly I was uncomfortable. I did not feel good. I was sweating. My you know all the things that you should have, but not like in a oh this is entertaining. It was, I was being told by the guys in, in text, hey, listen, you need to play something else or turn the camera off and end the stream because you look ill. You don't You don't look good. This isn't fun to watch. This is uncomfortable. So not doing that again this year. Uh, but, you know, maybe maybe uh, next year we, we return to form, return to what people want to see. Maybe that's presumptuous of me. We'll see. Anyways, at Brutal Streams, Evan, take us home. I mean, we're already home, but take us, take we're, us we're, out yeah. of here. Everyone, right. We're, we're, we're home wherever, at our own homes, but maybe have, let the and, maybe let the other people go home to their homes. Right. Let, let them Correct. out of our homes. Well, maybe let they're them, listening let, to this in their homes. Let them out of our podcast dungeon basement. Let, that we're let us them get in. our voices out of their ear holes. We just need to stop. How about we that? How about okay. We stop. I'm done. Okay. Thank you, Keith, again. Uh, he will probably not be back. Um because I wouldn't I don't, be. I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame him. I'm always. I'm always down for some chaos. I like <laughs> Elderman, come on Keith, thank you so much. The Outerhaven.net uh, is. It's a great site. Check it out. And they, they do all sorts of. It's not just video games too. They do. They do comics. They do all sorts of cool stuff. So check. Yeah, them we out. were doing this cool stuff before IGN started doing it. They put us. Yeah, on jerks. Jerks. IGN. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next month. Bye. Megadeth's Checkpoint is powered by Pants and part of Megadeth.org, which denies all knowledge of the fun pit. Could I have done that possibly casually in, in bed? Like, it's not super twitchy and responsive could i have